0: This episode of that song from that movie is coming up after this. Hello, one and all, to the Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show. <laughs>
1: Hello, who is this? Just,
0: just don't hurt the kids, okay?
1: <laughs> 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 who would win in a steel cage match between Andy Crane, Andy Peters versus Neil Buchanan and Tommy oh. Boyd? <laughs>
2: Bop, 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 bop. Sounds like a scratchy robot chicken.
1: 12 inch B.A. Barakas dolls. That you do didn't love really, didn't really like a 12 incher. <sighs> Here we go. Uh,
2: it worked how I think it's going to work. It's going to be bang average.
1: Oh, I'm, just, I'm just over it now.
2: Hmm. Uh, you there, boy. What day is it? Why? Today, sir, today is the day you listen to the next fantastic Christmas episode of that song from that movie. I brought these gifts for you.
0: They're wrapping my bum. <laughs>
2: Thank you for joining that song from that movie, The Jolly Journey Through the Very Best and Worst of Christmas Movie Songs. I am your Ghost of Christmas Past host, Dietrich, and today we're joined by
0: the Ghost of Christmas Present, Alex. Come in and know me better, man. I wanted to be that one. I'm a large absent-minded spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Quotes from the greatest Christmas... The one we're not talking about.
2: (laughs) And we're also joined by the Ghost of Christmas Dinner Yet to Repeat, Ben.
1: Oh. Left field, the ghosts of Christmas dinner. I think that's probably maybe the saddest part of the day. Once Chris, once the food's done.
2: All oh, right, I you're going to say Christmas dinner itself is. No, it the same time? no,
1: just after it because the best bit's finished. It is the best bit, isn't it? It's nothing else to look forward to. Presents are done, food's done. I've already drank most of the drink that I would drink. Yep, bring on New Year.
2: That's the difference between a child and an adult. It is
1: really is. Yeah, I can't play with my games. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Guess Guess who? Uh,
2: guess who wants to know what you have been watching this week? It's Santa. So why don't you tell him?
1: <laughs> Gun to your head.
2: Okay, I'll go first then. <laughs> I know what you've been watching. Is it something to do with PUBG? <laughs> yes, I have been watching PUBG, but I've also watched a movie this week.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I'll give you a clue. Dun. 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 Which one?
1: Dun, 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 yeah, which dun. one? Yeah, the first one. Come on. Yeah. the first one. You can skip five minutes, listeners, to get past the bits <laughs> where Alex will be doing the full version of that song. It's a, it's a really good film. <laughs> it is it's a really very good, good film.
2: film. We've sort of committed me and my wife to watching all five of them, oh. and we finished that one and going, "Do we want to carry on? Like, the second one's pretty good, but <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's a big ask. I don't know if I've seen the newest one. I've definitely seen the first four. I the newest one. Like when did it come out? Like <laughs> ten years ago.
2: I saw it on a plane during turbulence and thought it was
1: awful. But I also was in turbulence, so yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah, I watched Notting Hill. I swear it's the film. Me and my wife have watched the most out of any film. <laughs> Just ended up strolling past, and I think I almost put it on at the start this this time for a joke because. My wife guessed it from, like, the opening traffic sound, not even, like, an opening bar or anything, the sound of traffic <laughs> over the Universal symbol. She wasn't even looking at the screen and said, oh, it's Notting Hill. <laughs> and we ended up watching the full film. I think it's quite good. I do like that film. It, it has to be a guilty pleasure of mine.
0: Can you quote the entire final uh, Hugh
1: Grant speech? Um, no, it's just that... <laughs> <laughs> bubbling. <bobbing. laughs> <laughs> there we go. Some nice
0: sounds there. It's just some. What is it? Honey and something in a jar. <laughs> I can't remember what it is. Just honey in a, in a jar. I don't, I don't know.
1: <laughs> it almost it almost trickles over into Boris Johnson then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what about you, Alex? Um, I watched the film Twelve Monkeys. If you guys have seen it, which is quite um, relevant to today's time. I tried to
1: get my wife to watch it recently, and she just wasn't having it. Fred Notting Hill.
2: For me, it only has one good scene. Go. On. It's the scene with uh, Brad Pitt explaining all the people in the asylum with them.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I actually enjoyed Brad Pitt in this or not.
2: I think that's why I enjoyed it. I think the rest of it is very dour. That felt like a, a shot of life into the movie.
1: Uh, maybe.
0: I quite I quite liked
1: the film, in not it? Yeah, actually. I quite like it.
2: So today's episode is What If by actress Kate Winslet from the animated adaptation of Christmas Carol, the well-titled Christmas Carol, the movie. <laughs> so to find out what was happening in the world when the movie came out, over to you, Alex. So, the uh,
0: month is December. <laughs> <laughs> the month was June. Here is two 2001. So, the first thing that I looked up was uh, what uh, toys were dominating the, the, the Christmas market in 2001. Do you guys want to hazard a guess? I was trying to think... 11
1: Was it the Teletubbies? No. If I tell uh.
0: 2002 the the hit toy was Beyblades. Pokemon? No. It's actually not related to Beyblades. I was just <laughs> <bit of>
2: context. <laughs> what? I, it obviously must be a Thunderbirds Tracy Island. Jesse?
0: <laughs> oh from to- Those a decent guess I've been no. It it was a uh, D whale. <laughs> it's not 19. Was it Beyblades again? No, it was Bratz dolls. Oh, Oh,
2: well, all of our picks were clearly quite uh, (laughs)
0: gender-specific. Yes, they were, they were. were. I also looked at some of the Christmas adverts. I I typed in, like, 2001 Christmas, and what I got was, like, a two-minute-long YouTube YouTube video of BBC Christmas adverts from 2001. So, Toy Story had its network premiere on Christmas Day, 2001. Alistair McGowan's Big Impressions. (laughs) What a show, wow. That is a callback. It's going back. There's an advert for something called Dale's Christmas Cracker. Which was day? it's like, I guess it said it was a lottery funded, but I don't know if it was a. Because you know, you used to do those like quizzes, those like lottery quizzes. What pre lottery? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Dale Winton is Yeah, well, th- I don't know if this was R. a lot, uh, or whether, the, yeah, R. R. <laughs> or whether this was actually just an interview, but he had guests Vinnie Jones, The Cause, and Cher. Wow. Cher's a big get. I know. <laughs> I was surprised as well. Oh, so she was promoting Believe Me.
1: I learned this week that The Cause, their first album, has sold more than any Coldplay album <laughs> in this country.
0: God, that's leaving me breathless.
1: Oh, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, God, brilliant. God.
0: And th- the last thing that was advertised was a festive episode of Monarch of the Glen. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, really,
1: <laughs> really not for me.
0: Hopefully, not our target audience. The big entertainment news of 2001 December was Winona Ryder being arrested for shoplifting 5,500 worth of designer clothes and accessories from Saks department store. Do you guys remember this? Yeah. Or
2: oh, oh no. <laughs> I, do, I do remember it's it. Big yeah. news. <laughs> it uh, destroyed her career in a way that it would not affect a male actor if the same thing happened. Probably.
0: Although she's kind of come back, she's making a comeback for Stranger Things. Yeah. I say making a comeback like when when was the first season of Stranger Things now? Like seven years ago or something. But <laughs> it's still a long time, time. For, what was, for what
1: was quite a. I mean, she was a big actor, she was a big name. Well, yeah, especially in like, the early
0: 90s. Yeah, also, very much know. so. There was also four iconic films released in this month. Christmas Carol, the movie. Oh, D, you've ruin it!
1: <laughs> that oh, <was> really? That <laughs> <segue>. <laughs>
0: Ignore that. Ignore that, listeners. Ignore that. So, Ocean's Eleven. Nice. A Beautiful Mind. And. Nice. And D, Christmas Carol, Cole on the movie.
1: <gasps>
0: oh my god! Which is the film we're talking about today? <laughs> Christmas Carol, Cole on the movie was directed by Jimmy Murakami, who actually was also a supervisor on The Snowman, which we discussed in last week's episode. Synergy. Synergy. <laughs> uh, it stars the voices of Simon Callow as Ebenezer Scrooge and Charles Dickens in the live-action bits, as well as the voices of Kate Winslet and Nicolas Cage, amongst others. Pause for Nicolas Cage. <laughs> 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 it's <laughs> from about Victorian England. The film, as everyone knows, is based on novella a Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens and tells of humbug Ebenezer Scrooge, a miserly scoundrel, who is visited by ghosts on Christmas Eve and taught to change his ways. The story of this film does differ in a few ways from the original story in many of the remakes, and that gives more of a prominent role to the character of Belle, who is played by Kate Winslet, who is Scrooge's former mother, and uh, the two actually reconcile in the end, which does not happen in any other ones because she's married and has kids. Sorry, spoiler (laughs) for anyone who hasn't seen it. But what did you guys think of the
1: film? If we've seen it, have we seen it? Do we like it? You say spoilers, I bet there's a lot of people who have not seen this film. <laughs> yeah, and won't be watching it. And I felt this when we first said we were doing it. There's just so many adaptations of A Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. Do both. you want to know how many? Yeah, please.
0: So there's 27 film adaptations in gosh. 20 live-action, 7 animated. Well, and roughly 700,000 sitcom episodes.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, very <laughs> well. yeah, I
0: mean, some of those 27 were sort of loose, like things like Scrooged, for instance. Which is great. Which is a good film. But I mean, most, I think there was only a few like that where it wasn't like a direct retelling of the story in some way.
1: I mean, is this considered a direct retelling if it focuses more prominently on the romance um, side?
0: I suppose it is. I think I think she gets more, the character of Belle gets more prominence in the novel novella than she does in most film versions. Because I think most film versions just focus in directly on the, the Scrooge, the the three ghosts aspect. Get to go back to Muppets Christmas Carol, which I did watch yesterday. She's in that quite relatively prominently. She has a song, although it is removed (laughs) from the film version. But that's in story for another day. I mean, the character of Scrooge has been played by a lot of people. Bill Murray, Albert Finney, George C. Scott in Man Game Scared by Ghosts, Michael (laughs) Caine, Simon Callow. (laughs) Simon Callow, actually, interestingly, obviously does the voice of Scrooge in this. And Charles Dickens, but he also did a one-man show on the West End of A Christmas Carol and then did a, a filmed version of it for the BBC, which was on, I think it was on the BBC last year. <laughs> it's just him in a room re- <laughs> reading, like essentially reading Christmas Carol. But of course, that's what Charles Dickens used to do. He used to do tours of America, stage tours where he would just stand on a stage and read his, read excerpts from his books.
1: Did not know that. Yeah. No, he was
0: right. Yeah, uh, and that's how that's that's what happens at the beginning of this film. That's how the that's the framing reference. He's like speaking to a crowd.
2: Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Well, I've not seen this movie. Yeah, Unsparked. I wrote down my journey of trying to watch this movie. <laughs> so started off quite easy.
0: Amazon Prime, Netflix. Nope, not there. Was it not even on on Amazon? As in, like you could buy it. I'm assuming obviously you wouldn't, but was it even there in that?
2: Movie? Not not on Amazon UK. You could only buy the actual physical DVD of it right. in the UK. You could stream it in America, and I wasn't messing around with a VPN unless NordVPN wanted to sponsor us. <laughs> and I, I would have recommended not to, it's definitely not worth it for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So I found out that apparently in the UK, it's on the Google Play Store, which is a, a terrible interface if you ever tried to use it. But when I found the movie on there, there was no play button. <laughs> There was no option to actually to buy it or rent it or whatever you had to do. It just had the information for it, a synopsis, cast and crew, but no play button.
1: Sponsor is Google Play Store.
2: Yep. So I looked on YouTube, and after many, many attempts at trying to find the movie, even if it was split into like 17 different clips, I found one, which was the full movie, and I sat down. I was excited. Here we go. It was all in Italian.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> And then you pulled out your Italian dictionary. <laughs>
1: Did they translate the song?
2: I didn't watch that far into it.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I gave up trying to find it legally and started searching illegally for it. Nothing. Every time I felt I found it, even when it was the correct name, year, it was the Jim Carrey version. That was a,
0: a trend that I also experienced when I was trying to find out information about the film. It was constantly the Jim Carrey version. Yeah. <laughs> even if you typed it in word like letter for letter with the colon, with the year, it would be like here, here's Christmas yep. Carol, which I'm yep. carrying. The Robert Zemeckis film. <laughs> yeah, like, no. you, obvi- you
1: obviously don't mean the one you actually mean. You must be talking about this version.
2: <laughs> you gotta be talking about that one. If you want to know how much I've actually seen this movie, the answer is I watched a video called "All the Nicolas Cage Clips from a that Christmas awesome. Carol." Even, even though that's not the name of the film.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: I also watched that same video. <laughs> it's not a good film. I'll uh, I'll sit here quietly with my cup of tea until we get to that bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's really not a good film oh, no it and I, like that's the thing if you if you sit down and want to watch a Christmas film or specifically a Christmas carol around this time of year there are just so many better options and you aren't you're not even going to watch like the Jim Carrey version and the Muppets version I feel like you pick one. You know that kind of story. You're not just going to go in and watch the same story again in a different. You know, those two are probably the most different versions. But just a really poorly animated, more romantic story. Yeah, that ain't for me. It's weird about the animation because with it being sort of off the back of
0: the guys who worked on the Snowman, I can't understand why the animation in this is so bad. No, (laughs) but but it really it really isn't like nice to look at at all. No, and some of the reviews I read were comparing the two as if they were the same, but they definitely are not. I can get, no. I can categorically say that it is nothing alike because it was like yeah. always very Raymond Briggs in. And I'm like, well, it's not. That's that's. <laughs> if it was, that would improve it massively. The trailer went to great lengths to
2: make sure you knew it was from the makers of the Snowman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> because it says it It feels like those bootleg Disney versions of like you know straight it's to like DVD Anastasia. films. Yeah. Well, ooh, whoa, that's a good. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm more like I've like I remember my going to my grandma's house as a kid and she said she'd bought The Little Mermaid and me and my sister were like, oh yeah, let's put that on and then I just held the held the cover and you, even though it says Little Mermaid you look in it and go, that is an Ariel <laughs> who's that? and you put it on and she's got this really gruff Yorkshire voice <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had legs <laughs> yeah, yeah look at this stuff, isn't it neat? <laughs> Sebastian, what kind of name's that? <laughs> Obviously, a knockoff down the, down at the uh, local market. It reminds me of one of those.
0: Oh, Except it's saying. very
1: weird that it's got Kate Winslet and Nicholas Cage. What a pull! Yeah, well,
0: the, vo- the, vo- the voice cast is quite is quite incredible considering how like poor the film is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the reviews the reviews were not great for this. This one I picked out was from Empire magazine. It, magazine. It is doubtful whether, in this age of Pokemon and Shrek, Christmas Carol colon the movie will find an audience among any but the least demanding children. And BAFTA, though, is at whom the film seems more squarely and cynically aimed. That surprised me, that last bit. I'm like, who's watching this thinking this is aimed at anybody? <laughs> Especially BAFTA. They can't have made this film and think, yeah, we're in with an inside show we're here About
2: BAFTA. <laughs> is there a best British animated film? Because it can't, I can't be a very hotly contested
1: category. So. I don't think so. I don't know if there is, actually, no. So God knows what BAFTA they were looking for. <laughs> Maybe they just look for Kate Winslet and go, ooh. Ooh, you <laughs> might be she's... on something there. <laughs> Their awards start ringing. Yeah, when did she when, when win the Oscar for The Reader? Was that uh, 2008, 2008 or something?
0: Oh, was it much later? Okay, I feel like The, the Reader's time. a bit later uh, on.
2: reparations for not winning in this film? <laughs> yeah, <2008. laughs> this is a couple
0: of years after Titanic, I suppose. Yeah, it's, an odd, it's odd that they managed to get such a good cast. Although, I mean, you could argue that getting Nicolas Cage to play
1: Marley, the, uh, the ghost of Marley, is not good casting. But No. I think he, he might have been hoping it was a live action because I could have seen him doing much better in that role. Well, from watching that
2: video of Nicholas Cage's scenes, I'm not even sure he knew he was recording for this film.
1: Yeah, it just sounded like yeah.
2: they just had an interview with him and they just took clips <laughs> of like how he normally speaks
0: about normal things he would probably talk about. Yeah, it didn't actually sound like he was doing an accent, did it? I couldn't no. really make it out. It, it's It's almost just like... No, I'm just going to do it my way. If
2: Nicolas Cage in an interview started talking about chains holding you down, I'd just be like, yeah, that's Nicolas Cage. Like,
0: that's, what, that's what he talks about. <laughs> that could be an interview. <laughs> right, let's move on to the song, because it's the real reason why <laughs> we put ourselves through that. <laughs> because the song is an absolute banger, but we're going to get into that. So, it was co-written by Wayne Hector and Steve Mack, and performed by the actress Kate Winslet, who of course is in the film. Wayne Hector, who is one of the co-writers, has been involved in writing a lot and i mean a lot of amazing songs not not film related but just songs so i'm just going to reel reel some off for you westlife swear it again flying without wings world of your own jls that- beat again everybody in love pussycat dolls i hate this part nicki minaj starships one direction Whoa. best song ever steal my girl but most importantly <laughs> i think you you'll appreciate this the wanted glad you came
2: oh what what a song what an absolute song that is <laughs> The best bridge in any song ever. Yeah. And he, and that's, Don't help
0: me. That's, that's what I was, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. He's also written songs for Britney, Jason Drulo, James Blunt, Paloma Faith, The Fray, Oli Murs and Carrie Underwood. The man is prolific.
1: I'm incredibly shocked that the man who wrote, was it Flying Without Wings, did you say? Yep. Also wrote Nicki Minaj Starship? <laughs> Co-wrote. <laughs> Co-wrote, yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean that's 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 the work of the man.
1: That is a that is a very much chalk and gorgonzola, yeah.
0: isn't it? It's multifaceted. He's a renaissance man. He can do
1: well. So,
0: song, go on, guys, lay it on me. Is it the best song ever?
1: It's the best Kate Winslet song. <laughs> it's a very good song. It was one of those. When we first said we were talking about it, it was like, oh, didn't realize that song was in that film or what that song is. And then as soon as I played it again, it's like, oh, I've heard this through many other avenues, I feel. And it has now been constantly earwigging in my brain, slowly chipping away at my psyche for a good 48 hours now. And hoping that this... Cathartic experience of podcast will allow me to breathe once again and sleep for the rest of the day. <laughs> and sleep at night. <higher.
2: laughs> this song, I did not know it was that song from that movie. Ting. <laughs> it's an epic song. I didn't even know it was from a movie, but ever since I've listened to it yet the other day, I can't get over the fact it sounds exactly the same as What If God Was One of Us. <laughs> It's the same song. It
1: even says what if. Yeah. That's the only connection. I just try to sing that in my head. It does not work.
2: I, I, every time I try to sing it, I go straight into that. Go on then. I'm not singing on the podcast. I've already done Paris of the
0: Caribbean. <laughs> the first line of the chorus, I get 100% what you mean, but then the, the, there is a shift where,
1: where it doesn't sound the same. It's too late by that point.
2: <laughs> I'm already lost in the first bit
1: I mean the best part is the When the music dims down and there's the crescendo It's so early, <laughs> <laughs> early Nazis <laughs> The silent drop to keychain. Yeah, play. Yeah yeah that's it that's, <laughs> And <then> the boom
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean I've put it so charmingly Of the early noise that it's practically plucked Out of the S Club 7 playbook <laughs> Interesting you say that I asked my wife what
2: she thought of this song And she went I think this was on now That's why I call music 50 And she was right
0: <laughs> Wow <laughs> That's specific, I love it. S Club 7 were actually another one of the guests on um, Dale's Christmas Crackers of that year, but I didn't want to mention them because I wanted to save it for that comment. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't think a song has ever captured a single year more perfectly than this one because I just feel like, well, maybe not 2001, <laughs> but let's <laughs> we'll stay away from that. But, but um, <laughs> in terms of the actual style of music at the time, it's just like it's, it's just so early noise, it's unbelievable. Like It's got a string section. It's got pointless vocal runs, which I love. <laughs> but I mean, my my greatest qualm with the song is that people and and I'm spoke, talking specifically about the creators of Christmas compilation albums don't seem to want this song to thrive in,
1: at Christmas. It's the Illuminati.
0: You just never, you just never hear it, and and I don't know why. And, and I actually, I was looking this up, and I, there was actually an article from 2019 on the Metro website where the riot was just like also in a fury about the fact that this song is never played at Christmas and that it needs to come back.
1: Is that probably because its connection with Christmas is a terrible, unknown animated film and the song actually has nothing to do with Christmas?
0: Let's talk about how the song came about. Kate Winslet did an interview with Radio 1 a couple of years ago where she explains... Essentially, they asked her if she'd sing the song for the film. She said she wasn't much of a singer, but she'd give it a bash. That's essentially it. They liked it, asked if they could release it as a single. She said yes, so long as all the funds went to the NSPCC and Sergeant Cancer Care for Children. And they said yes. That's nice. So that's nice. Good egg is Kate. <laughs> So all the money for the song went to the charities. What she wasn't expecting was the press, which cited her as launching a music career. Now, I'm wondering with you two, because you didn't, you don't remember that this song was linked to this film. Why
1: did you think that this song existed? Probably for that reason. Uh, as the, you know, these people always do, actors, they just want a bit more. Want a bit more fame. Give it a go. <laughs> yep, yep. Give it a whirl. Christmas number one's an easy market to break.
2: Completely agree. Clearly, the media had warped
0: my idea of what she was doing here. (laughs) Yeah, she said that was never, never in any way her intention. And she didn't really want to do the song to begin with. But she kind of was like, yeah, I'll give it a go. And the the heads of the movie decided it was fine. And that was it. (laughs) But the song was heavily tipped for Christmas number one when it still mattered to put here. Because it doesn't anymore, really, doesn't it? But ultimately, it came in at number six. And it lost out to Something Stupid by Robbie and Nicole Kidman. I reckon another song featuring an actress. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe
2: it was Vogue at the time. That's why we all thought that she was launching a pop career.
0: Well, Nicole Kidman as well was in Moulin Rouge, wasn't she? Which was not was probably around the same year, maybe maybe a couple afterwards. I
1: can't remember.
0: She had um, the song with Liam McGregor, which was also a massive, massive banger.
1: Come What May or The Elephant Love Medley?
0: <laughs> Both. But, I mean, I was specifically talking about Come What May there, but yeah, The Elephant Love Medley is also fantastic, as is the Tango Del Du Merti or whatever it's called. <laughs> 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 Roxanne. So, the song. The main thing that I actually want to talk about here was something that I came across when I was researching it. Have you guys ever heard of the general organisation of Eurovision fans?
1: Um, No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to have a guess at what that is? uh it's a fan club for eurovision <laughs> essentially well it's not one
0: fan club it's 42 separate fan clubs that come together to have their own private song contest so each country that is usually in eurovision and i think there's also a representative for the rest of the world their respective fan clubs each select a song from their country of the year and put it forward in a competition but unlike eurovision it's generally like the popular artists so like we're always crying out why did the uk never put Adele forward Well, let me tell you now. The O-G-A-E for the UK, Dupo Adele forward, and she did win one year. But the reason (laughs) I'm bringing this up is that the song, what, actually was the UK's first winner of the award, the song contest. (laughs) (laughs) In 2002. But we have actually won this competition the most. You'd be surprised to learn because we do terribly Eurovision normally. With artists such as Dua Lipa, Lewis Capaldi, Adele, Coldplay, The Freemasons featuring Sophie (laughs) Ellis-Bexter. (laughs) One of these
1: is not like the other
0: (laughs) But the first ever winner was What If by Kate Winslet Which I think is the recognition that it deserves There has been one notable cover of the song Which I want to mention Which was by Rydian (laughs) From the (laughs) X-Factor And (laughs) and Indina Menzel Which I think was clearly before she was massively famous across the world Because I doubt she would have done a duet with Rydian if she wasn't I mean I think she'd been in Wicked and stuff by this point But certainly not Frozen, etc but Ridian, so I mean, the version of this song by these two is amazing, obviously, because it's who these two people are. People won't know who Ridian is if they're not from this country, but and many people who are from this country won't know who Ridian is. But essentially, <laughs> he was a contestant on the on the X Factor, but he was more of like a uh, operatic sort of like show tuny kind of singer rather yeah, than a pop yeah. star. But he ended up coming second. Do you guys know who won that year?
1: I'm looking like um, going
0: that's so, how so, so, so I think, so I think. Uh, so, let me just... So,
2: it must help, help. Yeah. Leon Jackson. Yes. <laughs> it was <laughs> Leon Jackson. <laughs> Nailed
0: it. And what was the winner single, D? Oh, uh, believe? Yes. <laughs> when you believe? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys won't know this yet. At some point, we will be covering the film The Prince of Egypt, because it has possibly, and I think we'll all agree on this, one of the greatest ever original songs of all time. And that song is believed. When Prince. you believe. Yeah. And, uh... I just wanted to give it its first mention here because I know that it's it's (laughs) going to come up at some point. It needs to build traction. It needs to build traction. People need to be aware that we're going to be doing it so that they can be prepared. And yeah, so Ridian also did a version of that song, of course, because at the time they used to do, every act used to do the winner's single. The song was also performed uh, This Is What If? Not (laughs) not Believe. Um, It was also performed on the 2010 season of Britain's Got Talent by semi-finalist Olivia Archibald causing the song to re-enter the charts nine years after its original release. But by into the charts. I think it was like number seventy six. So not into the charts. So not re- not into the top forty, but in the in the top whatever you want to call it, it was in the top seventy six. <laughs> I just feel this song is very underrated, and I just I just want to echo again that I think that two thousand and twenty should be the Christmas year of life. I think it should come back. I put two thousand. This is this is for me specifically, but two thousand seventeen was Greg Lake's I Believe Father Christmas. 2018 was NSYNC's Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, D, that was off the back of you in the car. Thank you. And 2019 was RuPaul's This Is Christmas. But I'm thinking that 2020 needs to be worth. The campaign starts now. The campaign starts yeah.
1: now. I think, I think we're almost selling it short to pigeonhole it to December. This song could no, be played all
0: year. It could be played all year. And I'd, I mean, I would, I would enjoy that. But I feel like you need to start somewhere. And yeah. Christmas feels like that time. <laughs> you join that fan club, Alex. Well, the, the, the O-G-A-E. The general organisation of Eurovision fans. Yeah, once
1: you've learned how to say
0: the the acronym quickly. That's why I wrote it out. In, well, I struggled
1: with TSFT and BOD for a long time. So. There's one thing I want to add. Oh, yeah, please. Go. Okay. None of the lyrics fit the film, really. Okay. I know there's a romantic element to it, but it mm, doesn't really work. But it fits better with the Titanic. <laughs> it fits better. It fits better with, as, as Rose singing this to Jack.
0: It does, yeah. Were you one of those people, Ben, that was, like, in the in the YouTube comments? Because this is what everybody was saying in the YouTube comments for this because song. so obvious. I'm not surprised. <laughs> as, in, as in specifically about letting him fall into the war? Yeah, regret. I mean,
1: that's not the lyric, but <laughs> if that was the lyric, then it was very obviously. <laughs> she's got sort of repressed feelings after that film. But yeah, what is it? What if I had never let you go? Well, yeah, what if, Rose, what if?
0: <laughs> if you'd made room on the damn door? Probably would have both died. Yeah, they'd have both died. This has been proved, was it, by Mythbusters?
1: So, yeah, even the song is trying its hardest to not be associated with a Christmas carol, colon, whatever the fuck it is. (laughs) (laughs) The official colon. So, obviously, we've gone over very much adamantly, and Alex needs a break, so we need to do a top five. And even though this song should have had a better run-in for Christmases in the past, and we're hoping it has a better run-in in the future, it's interesting to look at what are... All downloads included, the UK's most popular Christmas songs. So, what is the top five in order? Because I'm expecting you guys to get this.
0: So, are we talking Christmas songs in the songs about Christmas, or are we talking like Christmas number ones?
1: Uh, Well, just downloads. So, it's not necessarily Christmas number ones, it's just Christmas based songs. Yeah, Christmas based.
0: Well, obviously, number one is Slade. I can't imagine it'd be anything else.
1: Why do you think obviously? Because it must be, sure. Is it not? (laughs) Wizard. It doesn't necessarily mean they're English. It just means this country. Where's it? Mariah Carey. Is Mariah Carey do, I'm do, do your order. Do your order. Oh, we're doing an order. Oh, well, we have to. Look.
0: Oh. Well, I would say Mariah Carey is in the list. Slade it must be in the list surely. Wait, which one's Slade and which one's Wizard?
2: <laughs> songwise, I would uh, which one's which.
1: Uh, Slade is. Uh, <laughs> Alex doesn't even know. Right. right? I do, One of do. I, I wish I, it could be Christmas every
0: day, but I can't remember that's Slade or Wizard. That's Wizard. Right. Okay. And and Slade is. Uh, I can't even, think of I can't even hey, remember. Hanging off your know, stockings on the wall. How here it this is, Merry Christmas. Christmas that's I mean, it depends if it's something like White Christmas might be like because that was like. Oh yeah, that's always saying, really high all yeah. the
1: time. but this is downloads. Even though it didn't
0: get to number one, I'm thinking Wham! Last Christmas maybe. Or Band Aid. But which one? Which band is streaming? No, oh, yeah. well, this is it because with streams throwing me off. I, I feel like we've got five there. Should we just order those? Yeah, let's order. <laughs> or those. We're gonna be here. For, we're just gonna be naming Christmas songs for the rest of the day. <laughs> let's order those. I think if, if because of what Ben said, maybe Slade's not number one. So I'm gonna say that Kare Kare is number one. one. Yeah, yeah. Slade. I'd go last Christmas. Oh, you go Ooh, last go... Christmas. Okay, yeah, because yeah. it's kind of more popular currently. Let's go. yeah, so let's go. Mariah one. Last Christmas by one two. So do you not think Slade will be in the top five or? Oh. I think they will be. Yeah. I I maybe go to them next, then Wizard. Then <laughs> Wizard. Oof. and then Band Aid. Band Aid Five. Twenty. Band Aid twenty at five. Okay. We'll go we'll just say we'll just say Band Aid generally, Benny.
1: You know, you've not actually done too bad. Like you've more you've more or less got the order from two to six. Oh, so we haven't but well, we haven't got number one? No, you haven't got number one. Is it White Christmas? No. Is it Booblay? <laughs> no. What's the song that's always on the charts (laughs) and actually has gotten into some back and forth controversy at the moment? Oh, the Pogues. The Pogues. Oh, the Pogues. So number one, Fairytale of New York. Number two, All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey. Number three, Last Christmas, Wham. Number four, I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day, Wizard. Number five, Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade. And then six was the original Band-Aid. So you, you did very well, two to six, more or less. Just didn't get the pogues. I didn't expect that to be in, the, to be in there, to be honest. Yeah. It's very popular at the moment, isn't
2: it? Okay, so now it's time for the ultimate question, and I'm going to abstain seeing as I've only watched three minutes of this movie. So, Alex, what is what is better, the movie or the song? It's the song. <laughs> God, God, this segment is not going to last very long, is it? <laughs> uh, well, I feel bang. like a lot. Of, sorry, I was. Going, oh, no. I feel
0: like the 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 guys voting the uh, podcast fans, if there if there are any. I think it's going to be the easiest one of all time. Even if they know either of these two, I think this is possibly one of the most obscure ones we've done. So people are like, I don't know either of those two, and if you don't know either of these two, the song's better. So pick, that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you don't know it, pick some that, I mean, that's why I love this segment Because we're always like, it's obvious, it's so obvious And then we look at the poll that we do on Twitter And <laughs> we're always wrong <laughs> The song is better than the film I don't know if I'd call it a film right, Well,
2: there you go Unsurprisingly, the song has won on the podcast uh, You can cast your vote on Twitter If it helps, you can pretend it's Muppets It can be uh, It Feels Like Christmas versus
0: Muppets Christmas Carol That seems like a, a fair fight <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are pro- Like, we should cover this, because the reason we didn't do Mubs Christmas Cry is because there is just too many songs. It's a far superior film, and has a lot of great songs, although I would argue that none of the songs are better than What If by Kit Winslow. Mm, bold. Disagreed. What, are you, you going to say the Christmas Scout, or whatever it's called? No, <laughs> it feels like Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the, the only part I really love about that song is is the Michael Caine jig that he does during <laughs> <it>. <laughs> It's
2: in the singing of the street corner choir. <laughs> that already sounds more Christmassy than
0: this. Yeah, it's it is a good song. I'm not going to deny
2: that. Uh, you can look forward to that next year, folks. <laughs> if, of course, we are still going. What? Okay, so that brings us into another episode of that song from that movie. Let us know what you think about the movie and the song, if if you really want to. Uh, you can do that in one of th- uh, one of four ways now, actually. One, follow us on Twitter. Alex, what's our Twitter handle? Pod. Go and like and retweet everything. Two, you can share this on a subreddit. Ben, what subreddit should they pick this week?
1: Ooh. I say you go for the Yeah, uh, let's just yeah, Kate Winsley subreddit. It's gotta be exist. You gotta get this we've gotta get this uh this hype train going and that's the way to do it.
0: Get her behind it. Get,
1: yeah, it's just her, it's just her on the subreddit.
2: <laughs> the third way you can help us is on Patreon. So it starts from as little as a pound a month, one dollar fifty cents a month. Uh that's patreon.com forward slash TSFTM, and you could possibly be on the podcast in the future.
0: Isn't that amazing? Yeah. We're Marley, Marley. Already looking for my replacements. <laughs> yes. We've been looking for your replacements since the very beginning.
2: And the fourth way you can help us is by buying our amazing merchandise. It might be a little bit too late by the time this comes out to get the Christmas jumper in time for Christmas Day, but give it a go. We have other stuff on there too. Stickers. Magnets covid masks at tpublic.com forward slash t-s-f-t-m so all that stuff now is to do some goodbyes as to not confuse alex i'll say goodbye first goodbye <laughs> and it's goodbye from alex this podcast
0: was dead to begin with
1: whoa and goodbye from ben i'll never let go jack i'll never let go
2: and it's also goodbye from santa <laughs> so goodbye everybody bye
1: shimmy never speaks
2: not doing an impression of science. <laughs> Second.
1: Stay another day at number nine if you count that as a Christmas song. (laughs) It
0: was number nine. Stay now.
1: Yeah, Yeah, get the bells. That's (laughs) needed. Thanks, thanks, You need to get like actual sort of like like uh, church bells for them though.